Hey, everybody. Welcome to Better. I'm Julie Duffy, and joining me today is my really good friend. I am. Uh, oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> Wait, no, you, that, that's not the end of the intro. <laughs> my really good friend, um, mother of two of my other children, funny, delightful, uh, amazing life and business coach, by the way, Eileen Quitney Collins. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, so welcome to our podcast studio. Welcome back to our podcast studio. I'm oh, yeah, Eileen. did two podcasts with John when it was called Undo Anxiety that were really deep and touching and hilarious about suicide. Which is always so (laughs) funny, usually. No, really, so go back and listen to those. They're amazing. Um, So Eileen is here today. You're here today. I'm here. Because we had a girls' trip last weekend. Thelma and Louise in it all the way to Ames, (laughs) Iowa. We went to see my mom, Cheryl, so, um, from Coffee with Cheryl. Some of you know her from Coffee with Cheryl, our podcast. She's 86, and she did stand-up comedy. <laughs> For the first time. I think that's an important distinction. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she has done this senior show. It's the senior variety show in Ames. I'm ashamed to say I had never seen before. She always does a tap routine with the, the tappers. So they do a dance routine with these gals. Um, and I'd seen pictures. I think I'd seen some practices. Um, but I had never seen it in real life. So she, this time, was adding stand-up comedy to her repertoire. And Eileen and I <laughs> could not stay away. At all. So, yeah. yeah. That yeah. happened. So that happened, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, you can chime in anytime. I'm just... I'm. I was excited. I was excited from the beginning just hearing about it. And then when we made plans to go, I could almost not decide what I was more excited about. The road trip, the Thelma and Louise right? portion, which I knew Six was Six hours be, in a car to chat. To chat, <laughs> which actually flew by. It I mean, flew for six by. hours it flew. So not to say we're just chatty, but it did fly. <laughs> we did not have the radio on. Not, not at all. That didn't happen. We were very interested in what we had to say. Yeah, we were interested <laughs> in what we had to say. It did fly by. So that's 12 total hours of nonstop um, solving the world's problems and yes. trying to solve our own. And then on the way back, you know, decompressing, talking about the show, the experience, the senior center, just everything. All right. So, yeah. So back to the, back to the variety show. Um, that was a huge draw for us. So Friday night, we got there at like five and my mom's the show was at 7 30 and so my mom's super nervous (laughs) and we like come in at like hot at five yeah we (laughs) came in hot for just landing off a road trip yes so um and sadly it's not like neither of us have been on stage and know what that feels right so we could have been super soothing there was a portion Chill. of that we, there was a portion where i'm like surely you should have some tea and honey oh, right. for your voice. there was a very 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 small portion <laughs> of soothing okay. injected with you know what would be great is if you changed this right now yeah yeah it was good though she, so she she started to read her stand-up and she was again yes yeah, she was reading it oh she brilliantly actually realized that 
she didn't want to worry about memorizing all of it. So she made a large portion, and I will post this on my Instagram. I have most of the entire stand-up routine. I will post it. But she turned it into a letter. Like she was reading a letter from her best friend and yes. writing back to her best friend, which was brill, right? Because she was, because didn't have to just mem- remember everything. Because also with the tap routine and the ladies, <laughs> there was a lot of tap to remember and then once they added the hat <laughs> movement in, I think that was a lot yeah she was not happy about the hat I the don't hat blame ad. her that hat thing they were great the yes tappers, they were great. great but then yes then her concern and as she told us her concern you would think we would say wow this is great as is but we <laughs> felt a need to yes and it <laughs> and, and emphasis on the and no so yeah you had a brilliant idea it, it starts out with a joke about you know her like hay fever or her allergies or something which was cute and so Eileen your idea was why don't you walk in in the middle of a sneeze or in blowing your nose yeah. and she did it and that was brilliant because it kind of got it. her into character she so sold it yeah and then my main note was that she was my main note because there was a sheet of them. <laughs> my main takeaway, <laughs> brilliant takeaway, was that she needed to sell the jokes, like really deliver them, because right. she would start to look back down to her letter, you know, at the end of a joke. You and, hear us right now. So we sound. It's like, listen, yeah, Cheryl, I'm sure you felt good about this, and it was decent. We're gonna take it up another level oh in God. the half hour. You now have. Yes. No, it was a lot, but she killed she did she killed no here's another thing wait sorry i'm like (laughs) we got there a half an hour early we were gonna get flowers but we wanted to make sure we were in the front so i could videotape which they said was against the rules but i didn't listen julie risked going to some kind of variety show (laughs) senior jail and it was risky (laughs) scary here's the thing it was the parking lot at seven, a right. half an hour before, was full. Which doesn't we had to go sound to the amazing. <laughs> but to paint the picture, it was like we were on our way into, you know, like a Rolling Stones concert. All of a sudden, at first we thought, oh, it's over here. And as we are trying to find parking and realizing it's trouble, and we lift up and kind of look around, you see throngs of people Buses rushing, yeah, <laughs> rushing to the door. I'm like, they're busing people in. What's happening? Yes, it was the so it was full, and then we realized the balcony was full. So anyway, I, yeah. I, you know, who knew this was the 25th anniversary of this amazing show. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I am super passionate about keeping your creative side alive, right? Oh, yeah. And we let. So much of that go early on. We decide what we're not. We, I'm not this. I'm not a singer. I'm not a dancer. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And I think it really is devastating to us. I think it. Yeah. If that's what happens, and I think it does happen typically. I you. I think what happens is I used to do stand. I used to do track. I used to be in acting. I used to do. Oh, for sure. If you reach your eighties, but some, but a lot of times we chop it off at the knees. Like we don't even 25 or four, like, you know, Oh, stop singing, Susie. You carry a tune. (laughs) And then Susie stops forever. And if Susie or Julie (laughs) (laughs) was going there, it's like, are you Susie? (laughs) She can sing by the way. Just because someone told Susie her voice. (laughs) That she was going to be the frog because she had that deep husky voice and she cried when she was five. 
We don't know. She who. kept on, and uh, anyway, so so this was super inspiring because on stage were all. I mean, there was a woman in her sixties that looked like she was, you know. 40 something. Look, she looked like a kid, but um, it was people in their 70s, 80s, 90s. Yes. There was a gentleman, 94 years old, with this beautiful voice who sang a song. It was gorgeous. You know, his hand was kind of shaking, but I mean, he was amazing. Another woman, I think, in her, I mean, for sure in her 90s. I can't yes. remember if she's 96, yes. like sang opera. It was so inspiring, and um, you know, you can imagine how life-giving it was for these people to prepare for the show, and they spent months. And, and it showed. I mean, honestly, it was beyond good. I mean, it was. Um, there were moments of great all over the place, and you can hear like there was a, the woman, one of the women singing opera you know was an opera singer, yeah, you can yeah. tell. I mean, it was amazing. And yeah. It was so inspiring to watch and so much fun to watch because typically, in my thoughts, a 95-year-old person walking onto a stage with sets and he's in the dark, I, I would think that is the trick right there. Like, right. He walked out, let's get him back and safe and sound and seen. Well, there were, there but, were um, you know, there was walkers and yes. there were some wheelchairs and 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 they had to coordinate all that into right the lights on the lights off Scene. there was a chorus that came out and they had to chairs. bring chairs out and they get them all set I sound I mean they all sat and then a couple people needed walkers to get off and it was so smooth but you can you know these people they they practice for months they but I mean just months. imagining being like 95 96 years old not only walking on stage on a dark stage and then singing beautifully remembering and it was like i remember the gentleman song like i'd never really heard it before no. it was a beautiful cool song about tools and it was oh, yeah. great and <laughs> about a magnet or something yeah, right i just i was like what is this yeah um just think about how much life that show gives to those people and preparing for the show um, and you know credit to whoever started it so yeah, I said it was, it was the 25th anniversary of this show and my mom has been doing it for 23 years I can't wow. I've never seen it but so it was so amazing um, and you know like the event of the in the you know it was a big event in town and, oh, right yeah. we were backstage first of all listening to people talk about um, getting, you know, back into the swing of their busy lives after all these rehearsals would be over, after <laughs> oh, the show was over, because they had things to do. Like, yes, it's going to be great. This was great. It'll be great to get back into our routine, into their busy lives. Yes. It was great. It was so much fun to tease Shirley about the diva she might have been, because she got a lot of attention for that routine. It yeah. was flawless, and I, I feel that she might have changed, you know, just yes. Once yes. she realized it kind of, yes, the success, she, she it went went to her head a little bit, um, and oh, bonus, Mama Muff was in it. I didn't even know that was going to happen. Oh, Mama yeah. and Papa Muff were in it in the grad walls. So yeah, I'm um, I'm we're pulling into town, and my friend Karen, who you who I mentioned on the podcast about my high school reunion, the originator of enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, Mama Muff and Karen Muff. So Karen texted me about something completely 
out of the blue. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm pulling into town to watch my mom do stand-up comedy. And then <laughs> later we, we are sitting in the theater and she's, you know, she said, you know, my mom and dad are doing some dancing tonight. Maybe it's the same thing. And I'm like, oh my God. I get the program out and I'm scanning, scanning, scanning. And there, Don and Eileen Muff. I'm like, oh my God. I'd bonus. Yeah. So Mama yeah. Muff and Papa Muff were, were in a dance routine too for Red Friars, which is a dance group that my parents are also in. So they do a ballroom dancing and they have events. I don't know if it's probably once a month. Anyway, so that was amazing. So yeah, what's our takeaway from that? Well, for one, I think our takeaway is these seniors may act like they're not, uh, you know, I think a lot of seniors try to let their children believe you know, if you'd visit some, we're just <laughs> sitting here. But Julie and I found there's a whole undercurrent, another right. world. They are just doing they're way rehearsing. more than we had no idea what, <laughs> what they're up to, what they're doing. Um, and, yeah, so now we know it's never too late It is to, to break to, out the tap shoes. or To try stand-up for stand the up. first time. I think That's the part that was beautiful to me. It wasn't just that somebody was getting at, at in their 80s. They were getting up to do stand-up. It was that, you know, what would be fun is to try that now. Yeah. I love that was my takeaway. Yeah. Was, yeah. There was one um, act, too, that I just thought of that Eileen and I both loved. It was kind of random, but this guy came out, and he had a oh, ukulele. yes. And he just, he had a Hawaiian shirt on, sat down on a stool. It was kind of cool, dude. Looking. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he had this great vibe, and he's basically like, you know what? Um, I just took up the ukulele, and I'm not out here because I'm going to play the song really amazingly, I, I kind of, I'm just learning. But I'm out here to show you how easy this is. If you want to take up an instrument, there's only four strings, and yeah. we have these four fingers, and I can show you how to play a few chords. And he did a little demo of the blues, and he did a little demo of, like, flamenco, yeah. like guitar, flamenco yeah. music. And, you know, his pitch was... I want some of you to take this up and so that next year at the senior show we'll have our little ukulele band. Yeah. That was amazing. So inspiring and And so fun. Wouldn't you have done it? Totally. If we were seniors and we're not. (laughs) And if we were, you know, in Ames, Iowa, I would be like, okay. He seemed fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, he his vibe, it wasn't just like, oh, he's gonna have a great band. It was like, well, he seems fun. Yeah, he just made it so um Sounds so appealing. Like, he heck really yeah, did. I'm going to get a uke and um, learn how to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was very, it was just refreshing and amazing and unique and a good reminder to all of us to keep our creative um, muscles foiled, flexed, flexed to try something new. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I would like to take a, a swing at stand-up. Thought you were going to say ukulele. I didn't know where you were going, but yes. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I mean, I've visited it before. I'd love to do it again. And now knowing, you know, just I just that fierce bravery. I know Shirley was nervous. So nervous. How could she not have yeah. been? And then you know there were some people trying to muck with her routine <laughs> before she walked on stage. Um, but the bravery, like, and then the reward. Watching, you know, her like. Muscle through. Okay, I'm gonna get ready. She's drinking her tea. Yeah, yeah. Forcing like a little bite of something down so she'd have energy, and then I, you could see her knowing it was working. It yeah. was going great, and then after the show, she was lit up. Yeah, like, just 
beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, what a great crowd they had. And I know that when you're on stage and you, you know, put your booty on the line, you, that's, I think, yeah. when you feel the most alive. Yes, doing something you're a little bit afraid of that makes you just all of a sudden... I mean, I didn't you recently just jump off a mountain for some reason? I did. How'd that feel? <laughs> Were you uh, scared? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. What does it take to scare no, you, woman? I don't know. I don't know why um, I didn't have any hesitation. Maybe it's that new Julie where I, I don't want to say no to things. But when I saw it, when I was researching Switzerland, I saw that that was a possibility. And I said, I think I'm going to do this. And George, my son, was like, I'm down. I think <laughs> I already said this on the podcast. But um, And then I, I was just in. Just was really, John scared? He was like, I don't think I'm going to do that. And then he yeah. thought, I don't think I want any of us to do that. And then we were just doing it, and he wasn't going to be the guy that didn't do it. So I don't think he really even had time to process it. And I will say that I, uh, I had a picture in my mind of what it would be, um, and it was different. And you know, I thought you, I knew jumped, you know, in some way off a mountain or a, you know, some kind of a precipice. <laughs> um, and I, I think I thought it was more of a like a slow uh, descent, like a like a parachute. Oh, I, I would need it to be. I don't need the fast <laughs> no, trip down. No, it wasn't I'm fast. Not in a hurry. It was just not down. It was like flying. You stayed up and then you oh. went up higher. You know, you'd be like, oh good, we're so lucky. We caught an updraft. And I was kind of like, lucky? But it was so peaceful. I was really proud, really amazed I was doing it. I really was just trying to take it in because, yeah, you're up, way up in the sky and soaring above the tree line, looking for ibexes, you know, above, you know, on the mountain, above the mountain, above the valley. And I don't know that I could do that. I mean, I want to think... Wait a minute. I know, but I, I, that was a different <laughs> situation. On a, on a trip one time, I did some little... Uh, what was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I just thought I'd do things. So you, we were in Cabo. Yeah. Yeah. And you, we went moseying down the beach. We were somehow ended up, we rented a house and we were on this beach that you could never go in the water because it was always too, yeah. remember, like yeah. it was always too tumultuous. The yeah. waves were dangerous. Yes. So I don't think we ever went in the water at the beach there but we had a pool did we yes yes we had a pool and it was amazing but so one day you go walking we were hanging out at the beach and you went walking to the resort next door and signed up to do this thing and I don't even know if I saw the apparatus <laughs> at the time but next thing we know Eileen is literally flying by in a tiny <laughs> what what plane Dude. some kind of it was it a propeller thing. i i like to think thing. so I, mean, I don't even know i feel like there was it i was, think i it was like was, a tiny helicopter there's something about the fact <laughs> that it was just above the water and i'm think in my head i go if everything goes badly and it probably won't Man, it's gonna be a land in the water. I'm okay. I like off a mountain, and the land being the ground. Wait, though. So you did that, and you loved it. it. Did yeah. So I, I don't know how much other daredevilly or not daredevilly stuff had been in our lives, but 
Not no, not much. I'm because no I'm a chicken. <laughs> no, I did not know that. Yeah. Because of the flying by in the tiny helicopter. So then we're in Saugatuck, Michigan, yes. and we yes. go on this dune ride that's yes. kind of it was a little actually more thrilling than I thought it was going to be, but kind of no big deal. This big, it was like a giant Jeep. Okay, when someone says no big deal, let's remember, recently jumped off a mountain, wasn't scared. That's just that that is the level you're judging it at. And for me, when I say no big deal, I remember that driver, and I remember thinking, does he even want to live? <laughs> We're all in back of this crazy vehicle, right? Yeah. Overstuffed, and... It was going over dunes yeah. as fast as he could, with turning like a wild man, right? Well, I was just I so surprised. Spend... I did not know that you were a chicken until that moment. Yes. That was very White far into knuckle. our lives. Yeah. So, yeah, we were there when each other's babies were born. Yeah. So we've known each other forever. Yes. Um, yeah. And now they're... So your Maxie works for... Wait, should I say this or not? <laughs> I'm trying to think of... If you would want... I don't think he's, it's no secret. Max is, he put it on his is in Cali. He's in grad school and he's working at Facebook. For the summer, enjoying that way too much. He's yeah, so thrilled to be he there. keeps, yeah, he, he FaceTimed us a couple of times and took, has taken me on and John on tours of Facebook and Instagram, yeah, which is I so cool. I think his plan is to possibly hide out in one of the many cafeterias and just live there, see if Zuckerberg or anyone notices, <laughs> or if he gets away with that. He will. He's loving it. If anybody could get away with it, Max, Max Collins, Collins could. And Charlotte, who we surprised on her birthday. Yes. Um, One, yeah. I yeah, know. so I talked about last week, oh, in the Back to School podcast, how I'd gone down a rabbit hole of videos, and that was one of the videos I found of us, this, the series of us, um, surprising Char and I sent those to you and Char that day but Char is working in um, New York City yeah. at CBS at 48 hours yeah so, yeah. so your kiddos are killing it and you Eileen alright so I'm going to give a genuine plug a ski right now in all seriousness Eileen is the most amazing coach life coach and business coach um, if you have a small business or medium um, and you or Facebook. If Zuckerberg is listening, I don't want you to be afraid to call. All right. No place. I hear it's very nice there. Or some kind of a megalopoly. Is that a word? I'm just saying. I'm saying. I know. And also, uh, call Eileen. DM me. Um, no, your your website is? EileenCollins.com. If you just want to figure something out in your own life, or if you have a small business, you're uh, – the best possible coach. You have tons of business experience. You have humor and ease and joy. And everyone, all of your clients who are working with you, they're loving you. You are working with a couple of uh, medical practices, a couple restaurants. You have um, a strong background in real estate. A business can be doing great. And any business doing great wants to sustain that, have happy staff that they can maintain the current wonderful group, and they want to do better. So even in a business doing well, and often I find out the businesses that, that do decide to work with a coach are really, they're not in trouble. They're doing well. One of the restaurants I'm uh, working with is like the top sales in the region. Oh, yeah. And so it's not like So it's a like chain. Were, we, can't, we won't mention the name. It's but. not like they were having a problem in that. But that particular group, like they have lots of young people, 
you know, you want to make sure that you have an atmosphere where everyone's happy and productive, working together as a team in the best way possible, um, and customer satisfaction as well. So it's, you know, how the team feels, and then how are they to the people they're trying to, A, sell to, or B, service. And so, you know, there's there's lots of venues in that that, that kind of speak to coaching. Yeah. No, so if you think about that, like, so you've got, right, this small business of all these individuals, and they all have their own issues, their own lives, their own struggles, and you work with the individuals one-on-one to, yes. like, sort those things out, yes. and then you build the team, yeah. which is amazing, and it just kind of drives, it's just, uh, like, fuel yeah. for the for the the whole business. So talk about just a couple things that you've done at, at some of the businesses, like a couple exercises and just... Um, so, well, kind of inspired by you, actually. At one of the businesses very early, one of the restaurants, we were doing like a vision board just to get to know, which is a great way, for one, I think um, people get to know themselves a little bit better than they mm-hmm. thought they would. Uh, they know themselves, but they, they may be missing like the theme that all of a sudden runs very visibly in front of them in you know in what they may desire or what their daydreams of like the perfect life looks like and all of a sudden it kind of comes together on their vision board so sometimes it's really fun people usually want to take them home and they learn about themselves as well as as a new coach in the business I'm learning about you know who they are and right. what they dream and what they want and their co-workers the one of the most revealing moments is we were doing an exercise, not the vision boards, but we were doing an exercise where as a group, um, one of the things they had to do was we would have somebody draw up on a board a statement about each member in the group Yeah, that they thought the other people in that business on their team, whatever, wouldn't know about them. Oh. And then we had to guess who who that statement was oh, yeah. about. And it was... Really fun, really revealing. But I remember specifically one of the um, one of the staff members saying he had like nine siblings, and I was so surprised that had never come up, and, and no one guessed it. So no one knew that about him at the company. He'd been there a long time, and I thought, how did that not come up sometime? Right. No, I I that that's such a great point, and I could see though. I I bet there's a lot of of things people don't know about each other. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot we don't know about each other when we're super close. But you yeah. think about, um, like, the fabric of, you know, a fast food restaurant, right? Is that mm-hmm. what, yeah. you know, people are just kind of coming and going and doing a their thing and, and you know, yeah. to make their their paycheck. So how amazing to, you know, do things like that, learn about each other, be that much more connected. Job satisfaction goes up. Your sense of belonging goes up. And it just can only benefit everyone they encounter who comes into the restaurant and, and I, I think yeah once you know each other better once it's so much more personal in a good way yeah you know, in a way someone's comfortable revealing whatever it it just kind of makes it better and how oh. super brilliant of the owners to hire you and Eileen is so available um <laughs> really she I've seen you you know She'll take a call and she'll help someone negotiate a new hire. And then the next call is that someone who, you know, whose wife had a terrible issue at her job, totally unrelated. Eileen's like always available and super supportive in so many ways with her clients. Am so I, this is a genuine. That what? Is, you are so sweet. And I'm laughing. I'm writing the book, The Available Coach. <laughs> See if John has any issue with that. Um, but 
honestly, if you need help or if you just want to, you know, just bring that dynamic into it, that is uh, Eileen's your gal. So again, if you have a small, medium business or a megalopoly, <laughs> I just made that up, but I wanted to say it again. I like it. Um, or if your name rhymes with Muckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Call Miss Eileen Collins. Seriously. You want her if on you board. Are, thank you. And if you're hiring somebody to do stand-up, Shirley, Shirley is available. Shaw. Shirley, Shirley Rose Shaw. Shaw is she's available. Yes. Just contact us and we'll we'll uh, negotiate for her yeah. um, her headlining performance. All right, is there anything else? I think that's it. Um so yes, we loved the senior show. It was Love. inspiring. Love. Um try something new. Um, or get your parents to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then learn from them because they are great teachers. They are. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, see you guys later. Bye-bye.